Welcome to Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tarmody, where it's all about health optimization, anti-aging, longevity, and being the very best you can be. Brought to you by lisatarmody.com. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to Pushing the Limits. It's Lisa Tamati, your host here. Very glad to have you with me today. Today, I'm doing a short episode, um, just myself, no guests today, and it's all about hyperbaric oxygen therapy and how it can benefit you, and specifically in relation to how it mobilizes more stem cells and what stem cells are and how that can be useful for your uh, slowing of your aging, repairing damage, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope you enjoy this little uh, interview with myself (laughs) talking about hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Um, I have a hyperbaric clinic in uh, Awakura, which is near New Plymouth in Taranaki. Um, So if you're wanting hyperbaric oxygen actually to have as a therapy, please do reach out to me, support at lisatarmody.com, or you can head over to my website, lisatarmody.com, hit the work with us button, navigate down to hyperbaric oxygen therapy, and you can read all about it there, what it's all about. We also do rental. Uh, what you can see in the background if you're watching this on YouTube is a soft shell chamber, but we also have in the clinic a hard shell chamber. So make sure you check that out or if you're dealing with any of the things that we mentioned in the video and you want um, some help, please reach out to us, support at lisatamati.com and we can get you sorted. Um, before I head over to the show, I've got a big favor to ask as well. We're doing a survey at the moment. We would love all our listeners and people that follow on YouTube or on the podcast to fill out a survey for us. It's anonymous, so you're not going to be connected to the data, but it just helps us give us more, a bit of feedback on what topics you'd like to hear about, um, what ailments that you may be dealing with, what topics interest you, etc. And um, we'd love you to fill that out. It'll only take a couple of minutes of your time. And if you can go over to lisatamati.com forward slash survey, that's lisatamati.com forward slash survey and fill that out for us. That would be super, super appreciated. We really want to make sure that we are covering the topics that you really want to hear about and that uh, you get the best experience. So please go over there and do that for us. Also head over to our shop. Uh, Longevity and anti-aging supplement range is in there. It's quite extensive. It's cut edge we've uh you know i've I've spent years um searching the world for the very very best doctors scientists and people that are producing the best products and then getting them available to you if you live in new zealand australia this end of the earth um as you'll know otherwise it's pretty difficult to get some of these things so some of the things that you hear about um, and you can't find in New Zealand, check out my shop. You may find it in there. Right, over to the show now to talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy and stem cells. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome in. My name is Lisa Tarmody from Pushing the Limits, and today I want to talk about hyperbaric oxygen therapy and some of its uses, and in particular, how it relates to an increase in stem cells in the body. Now, I have a hyperbaric oxygen clinic in New Plymouth and Taranaki in New Zealand, and I've been using hyperbaric oxygen therapy for over eight years. The reason I got into hyperbaric oxygen was because I had a mum who had a massive aneurysm at the age of 74 and a stroke and was 
left with uh, major, major brain damage. And in my desperate search to help her, I came across hyperbaric oxygen therapy, and it was the cornerstone of her rehabilitation and recovery. And uh, she's been doing it now for eight years, pretty much um, on and off for that entire period of time. And it's helped her with not only the aneurysm and the stroke, getting her back to full capacity. I've actually written a book about this called Relentless um, Against All uh, medical prognoses um, but also when she suffered a number of concussions from falls as she was learning to walk again and again uh, when she was diagnosed with a, a so-called terminal CNS lymphoma and we used it as an adjunct therapy uh, for her cancer journey and that along with a lot of other things that I did the metabolic approach to cancer which I've written a book about as well called What Your Oncologist Isn't Telling You that plus hyperbaric plus a lot of other things um, she's now um, two and a half years in from that diagnosis she was given weeks to live and she now has currently no cancer so um, not to say that it's a cancer uh, cure and remember everything that I say here is for educational purposes only not meant as medical advice but just to as an adjunct therapy can be very useful so today I want to talk about hyperbaric uh, oxygen and what it does so hyperbaric refers to a condition where you are in a hyperbaric chamber you are under pressure more pressure than you are here at say sea level where we are and uh, these chambers can vary depending on the clinic that you go to from anywhere from 1.3 for the soft chambers, which you can see in the background, I have a soft shell chamber there. I also have a hard shell one. Um, this one here goes to 1.5 atmospheres, as does my hard shell chamber. And there are uh, chambers that also go up to 2, 2.5 and even beyond that in the hospital settings. Um Typically, you'll see most of them in the 1.5 into 2 atmospheres. Now, what that means is it's one and a half to two times the amount of pressure than you would be experiencing here. Okay, so it's if you have ever dived into a diving pool or you've been diving in the ocean and you feel that pressure as you go down, you feel it on your ears, well, that's because there's an increase in pressure as you go down underwater. Now, with hyperbaric, you're not underwater, but you are under that pressure. So what happens then is it compresses the oxygen molecules in size, and they can dissolve into the plasma of the blood as opposed to being attached to the red blood cells. This enabled us to hyperoxygenate the body. The size of the oxygen molecules are made smaller, so they can permeate in through inflamed tissue, um, and it, it works on a number of different pathways. Um, and I, what I wanted to focus on though today is in relation um, to uh, stem cell therapy, okay? So, so in relation to stem cells, I should say, sorry. Um, so in the chamber, you are breathing in near pure oxygen. So in the hospital level ones, you may be in 100%. In the um, clinics, the smaller clinics, you may be in around the 90 to 95% oxygen that you're breathing in. Um, you're typically on a mask um, and breathing in all that oxygen and you're being able to carry much more uh, oxygen in the, in the blood. Now, with hyperbaric, it's traditionally been used for things like decompression sickness. Um, that's a condition that occurs in divers who ascend too quickly and they have to go into a hyperbaric chamber. Um, and that's what most people know it for. Um, but also it is used with chronic wounds, especially for people like diabetic wounds where they have hypoxic tissue that's not healing, uh, promotes healing in chronic sort of non-healing wounds such as diabetic ulcers. They use it for carbon monoxide poisoning and helps to remove carbon 
monoxide for, from the uh, bloodstream. They use it for soft tissue infections and it enhances the body's ability to fight certain infections. Um, it's used in radiation injury um, where you've had tissue damage because of radiation. Um, they use it for ear and gas embolisms. So it helps reduce ear bubbles in the blood vessels. They help it with crush injuries and compartment syndrome and can aid in the uh, recovery of certain traumatic injuries. And it can also be useful, as I used it in my mum's case, for stroke and aneurysm, uh, for traumatic brain injuries, for gut health, uh, for radiation, as I said, for necrotizing soft tissue infections, supporting the treatment by promoting the oxygenation, can be used for osteomyelitis, used as an adjunctive therapy for certain bone infections, uh, for problem wounds, traumatic ischemic wounds, ischemic meaning where they're not getting enough blood flow and enough oxygen, enhancing the healing uh, in, in really difficult wounds, can be very good with skin grafts and flaps, assisting in the healing process, and I've seen this too with my mum. Um, when she's had injuries after falls and she's had, you know, typically when you're in your 80s like she is, you are very slow to recover. You don't have as much stem cells. And it's quite remarkable some of the recoveries that I've seen, the speed at which she's healed, even though she's in her 80s with a lot of uh, problems and comorbidities. Um, it can be used for severe anemia, may be used in cases where blood transfusion is not an immediate option. Uh, it can be used in intracranial abscesses and aids in the treatment of infections within the brain. Um, per peripheral artery insufficiency, enhancing blood flow in conditions that affect the blood vessels, um, sudden sensorial neural hearing loss. Try and say that 10 times. <laughs> Some studies suggest potential benefits for hearing loss, uh, for sports injuries, really great for athletes. This is really good for athletic performance in general and may be considered for certain injuries, including those with soft tissue injuries like ligaments and tendons and that type of thing. Um, cerebral palsy. Um, it's been investigated for potential uh, benefits in the neurological conditions for autism spectrum disorders. Um, so there's a lot of ongoing research in this area to explore its effects on certain symptoms. Uh, multiple sclerosis. Uh, studies have explored the impact of hyperbaric on multiple sclerosis syndrome uh, symptoms. Post-concussion syndrome investigated for its potential role in supporting recovery. Again, I've been witness to this over and over again, not only with my mum, but with my clients. And as an adjunct therapy, sometimes used in cancer. Remember, not medical advice, and this is for educational purposes, and I'm by no means saying that it's a cure for cancer or anything else. Um, there is also some evidence to suggest that hyperbaric oxygen may have a positive impact on the level and function of certain types of stem cells in the body. Um, so some in relation to stem cells, it helps with the mobilization of stem cells, i.e. getting them out of the bone marrow. So some studies have suggested that hyperbaric may contribute to the mobilization of various stem cells, including mesenchymal stem cells and endothelial progenitor cells. Um, and the increased oxygen levels in the bloodstream during hyperbaric may increase the release and migration of these stem cells to the areas of injury or inflammation. It helps with angiogenesis and tissue repair. Um, it's been investigated for its uh, potential role with angiogenesis, which is the formation of new blood vessels and for tissue repair. And stem cells, and particularly the endothelial progenitor cells, play a particular role in this process. Um, it's used for its anti-inflammatory effects. Um, 
and it's closely linked to various stem cell functions. So the reduction of inflammation in tissues may create a more favorable environment for stem cell activity. Um, it's for neurogenesis. So some studies have explored the potential neuroprotective effects of hyperbaric oxygen, including its impact on neural stem cells and neurogenesis and formation of new neurons. You know, in my mum's case, she was not much over a vegetative state. When she came out, she had no idea who she was, what she was, where she was. She had no vestibular system, nothing. Within two and a half years and thousands of hours of rehab, um, as well as um, hundreds of hours of uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, she was back to driving the car and having her peripheral vision come back and having her whole vestibular system reprogrammed. It was quite remarkable. So, And that's in someone with their, in their 70s. So really, really powerful what I've seen. Um, and if you're interested in that story, I have a book called Relentless: What a Mother and uh, a Mother, How a Mother and Daughter Defied the Odds, is the name of the book, and that's available on my website at lisatamady.com. If you hit the shop button and go to my books, I've got five books in there. Um, but back to the story with stem cells. So, what are stem cells? Cells and why are they important? Well, um, here's a brief, rather oversimplified explanation, but within the bounds of this short video, it will give you a bit of an indication of their importance, okay? So stem cells are undifferentiated cells that have a remarkable ability to develop into various cell types with specialized functions. They're the foundation of multicellular organisms, playing a critical role in the development, growth, tissue repair, and maintenance of the body's overall health. So stem cells have two essential characteristics. One is self-renewal, so cell, stem cells divide and and produce identical daughter cells, allowing them to maintain a pool of undifferentiated cells throughout an organism's life. Then there's differentiation. Stem cells can differentiate into specialized cell types within distinct functions. And this process is crucial for the development and regeneration of various tissues and organs. Um, and there are two main types of stem cells without you know going into really deep sort of stuff. Um, and not being a stem cell scientist myself, but um, embryonic stem cells. Um, these are derived from the inner cell mass of the blastocyst during early embryonic development. These are highly pluripotent, meaning that they can differentiate into cells of all three germ layers, the ectoderm, the mesoderm, and the endoderm. And then there are adult or somatic stem cells. And they, these are found in various tissues throughout the body, such as the bone marrow, skin, brain, and blood vessels. And these are multipotent or or unipotent, meaning that they can differentiate into a limited range of cell types. And these are, you know, typically um, used more because of the less of the risk when they are um, differentiating that they don't uh, go the wrong way and become um, a problem for the body with uh, things like unregulated cell growth and so on. Just interrupting the show to let you know about my longevity and anti-aging supplement range. I'd love you to go and check it out. Go to my website, lisatarmity.com and hit the shop button and you'll see a curated range of supplements, the latest in anti-aging, longevity, health optimization, performance optimization. I've gone out into the world, interviewed the most amazing doctors and scientists, as you'll know if you follow the show, and go on and got some of the best products that are out there. Stuff that I give to my family, that's what's in my range. So go and check it out at lisatamati.com. 
So the importance of stem cells in the body, so tissue repair and regeneration. Stem cells play a crucial role in repairing and regenerating damaged or injured tissues. So you'll know as you get older, you don't repair as well. And one of the reasons is you have less stem cells coming out out from the bone marrow and places to actually regenerate that tissue. So we want to get more uh, stem cells into circulation. Uh, For example, hematopoietic stem cells in the bone marrow generate various blood cells and mesenchymal stem cells contribute to the repair of bone to cartilage and other connective tissues. Organ development, so during embryonic development, stem cells are responsible for the formation of organs and tissues, and they differentiate into the diverse cell types needed to build a functional organism. Uh, For immune system support, hematopoietic stem cells in the bone marrow continually produce immune cells, contributing to the body's defenses against infections and disease. And this is really, again, something that goes awry as we get older, I'm doing a heck of a lot of research for some formulations that I'm doing with my company um, into immune system and how much it affects uh, aging and uh, how many um, of the hallmarks of aging are actually related to the immune system going awry. And if we really work on that system, um, that we can you know really start to slow the aging process, but getting off topic. Um, it's also for cell replacement in certain tissues with a high turnover rate, such as the skin and the lining of the gastrointestinal tract. Stem cells constantly generate new cells to replace old or damaged ones. Um, stem cells are also used in scientific research for medical applications and that sort of thing as well. Um, So stem cell therapies are explored for various diseases and conditions, and you will hear of lots of clinics that do stem cell therapies, um, including neurodegenerative disorders, cardiovascular diseases, and even certain types of cancer. Um, And understanding and harnessing the potential of stem cells holds really great promise for advancing medicine and improving the treatment of various health conditions. Um, and ongoing research is continually sort of uncovering the complexities of stem cell biology and to explore the therapeutic applications. Uh, and on that note, if you're interested to find out more about stem cells, then I highly recommend a podcast episode that I did with stem cell scientist Dr. Christian Dupro, which you will find in the show notes below. Anyway, back to hyperbaric and stem cells, because that was a bit of a, a sidetrack into stem cells to explain to you why stem cells are important. And now coming back to hyperbaric, um, there have been multiple studies that show that hyperbaric oxygen therapy boosts both methanchymal stem cells and the CN the central nervous system stem cells that become a part of our central nervous system. And you typically need to do between 20 and 40 hours minimum to really see um, an increase in the circulating stem cells in, in the chamber. Um, so, so in other words, when you do uh, 20 to 40 sessions in a chamber, then that's when you're going to start to see an increase in the circulating stem cells. Um, And this can be up to eight times the amount that you would normally see. Um, And interestingly enough, after you've done a block of treatments and then you have a break, which is often the protocols and each person's protocol is different depending on what they're dealing with. But after, say, you did 40 sessions and then you had, uh, say, between three and five, six weeks off, you'd still see in that time when you're having a break an increase in the number of stem cells that are circulating in the body. That's very interesting. And you won't see them in the first 10, 15 
sessions. It's a, it's a delayed effect. It takes time for these things, so to speak, to, to get underway. And they increase for the weeks to come, even if you're having a break. So if you've ever considered also doing stem cell therapy or even taking supplements like Stem Regen by Dr. Drapeau that I mentioned earlier, you'll get an even better effect. I love the synergy of this. Like if you're going to go and spend a lot of money at a stem cell clinic, for example, doing a, um, a block of hyperbaric oxygen therapy before you go and do stem cell therapy would make a heck of a lot of sense, really. Um, and again, combining things like the stem regen product that uh, Dr. Drapeau has that helps mobilize stem cells and doing hyperbaric at the same time seems to me like a really uh, winning combination. Um, and I do that in my clinic and for, for my clients and for myself as well. Um, hyperbaric does so many more things than just stem cells. It also hits inflammation pathways. It hyperoxygenates the body. But those are sort of topics for another uh, day because I really wanted to focus today on just the stem cell side of the equation. Um, for now, thanks for watching. And if you'd like to do a deep dive into hyperbaric, excuse the pun, um, listen to the episode I also did with world-leading hyperbaric oxygen therapy doctor, Dr. Jason Sonners on my podcast, Pushing the Limits. And I've also done a podcast with Dr. Scott Scher, another leading physician in hyperbaric medicine. So I'll put the links to those uh, below in the show notes. And if you live in uh, New Plymouth and Taranaki, um, in New Zealand and you want to do hyperbaric, please do contact my clinic at support at lisatamati.com. Tamati is spelled T-A-M-A-T-I.com. I'll also put the link down below to um, that email address. You can reach out to us and then we can inform you on how to get you going. Um, and if you like this content, please subscribe to the channel. Do like it. Do comment. Tell us where you're listening from. Tell us if you got benefit. If you've already tried hyperbaric, I'd love to hear that. And share it with your family and friends. And we really appreciate you. And I'd love you to subscribe to my podcast as well, Pushing the Limits. You can go to lisatamity.com and hit the podcast button. Or you can listen on any of the good podcast platforms. Thanks for now. And we'll see you again soon. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review and share with your friends. Head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatamati.com.